0: What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 273 of the Smart Moments Mac Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition of the week, where we're going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, interesting stories, and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about going on in the world of professional wrestling from the past couple of days. As always, I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the mic for this episode is Steven Wago. Hello, so you were lucky enough to skip this episode of Raw that just ended. We're recording this Monday night. I, on the other hand, suffered through the whole goddamn thing, and it was boring as fuck all. And uh, now I'm in a kind of salty mood, so break me out of that. Tell me a joke. TNA. Ah, <laughs> oh, that company sucks. All right, now I'm in a better mood. <laughs> Let's talk about some hot tags. Oh, man, my voice cracked there. <clears throat> Voice is cracking all times on the these past couple episodes, isn't it? I think I'm going back to like 13 years old. I got the mentality <laughs> of one, but let's get this started with two things that I got a feeling you're not going to have really anything to chime in on, but I'll breeze by them pretty quickly. It's just some recommendations of what to watch or what not to watch necessarily of what WWE just put out over the past couple of days. They did the My Son is the WWE Superstar episode number one about Finn Balor's parents talking about his whole rise to being a WWE superstar and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, you know, it's fine. It's they seem like a nice family. (laughs) It's like really it's an easy way for you to to be reminded that Finn Balor is coming back, but it really has no flair to it. It's bland as all hell. It's 10 minutes long. So if you have the time to kill and you really like Finn Balor, check it out. But that's not the type of thing that I think I'm going to be really checking out. Is that something that you would be any uh, any, uh, interest in?
1: Dude, I barely watch any of the shows that they've got on the network. I kind of like the one with the road stories where they animate shit, but I've barely kept up on that either.
0: Even that the, one, it's not really great.
1: Ba- the thing I enjoyed the most was um, Camp WWE. I really enjoyed that show, and I miss it.
0: Oh, that still pisses me off how they're like, ah, Oh,
1: you're such a bitch sometimes.
0: But it's like, fuck, just end it. Nah, that was fine, the show, though. I mean, some parts were stupid, but some parts were great. The Triple H voice was the best part of the whole thing, probably.
1: I just loved the whole fucking show. I thought it was really fun. It was just kind of a roll back to a bit of a more 90s product, I guess. So you would like to
0: see them bring back, like... I don't know, like the... Karate Fighters and, uh... Actually, yeah, I kind of want to see cry. I was going to use that as like a negative thing, but I'm like, yeah, you know, that was kind of fun, I like that. Oh, I just like it when they do something a little different and edgy, and that's why count WWE is fun. Imagine if fun. this was the network in the '90s, though, and it's like we're going to bring bring you a brand new program, codes for Mortal Combat. <laughs> Man, like if it was w- if it was the
1: WWE network in the '90s, there would be so much like fucking just tits everywhere over it. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> Would finally, be some kind of use for Deborah. She was a terrible manager for the most part.
1: She was pretty fucking useless, right?
0: Right. All she had was a good set of cans. No arguments. Yep. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, the other thing that actually you guys should oh, check you know out what? if you're interested in. What? She could take a good punch. Could she? I don't even remember her taking a punch.
1: No, Austin beat the shit out of oh. it. <laughs>
0: Oh, see, they didn't maximize potential for that and put that on the air. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> you might as well turn him into an asshole that beats people for a storyline. Why not? It's it's interesting he that go... he gets a free pass on that. Yeah. Especially considering some of the other stuff that people don't get a free pass on. Like, arg- arguably that. Well, no, definitely. That was better than what freaking.
1: Sorry, that was worse than what Hulk Hogan did.
0: <laughs> it was better than. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I fucking have to uh, recall that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they talked about Hulk Hogan a little bit on the Jimmy Hart episode of the Legends with JBL podcast. It's the final episode, and uh, they had, that was a good one. That's actually a good little transition there. They talked to, he said, you know, is Hulk Hogan a racist? And he's like, I've never heard him say, like, any racist thing ever. And, you know, black people will come up to Hulk Hogan all the time, and they're just like, hey, can we get a picture and stuff? And he's like, no, it's just... Probably a shitty day, and he got it on fucking camera, that kind of a thing. So they are talking a little bit more about Hulk Hogan now. But that was actually a good episode. I don't really care about the music stuff, so when he's talking about meeting Elvis, I don't fucking like Elvis. I know that's like blasphemy to certain people, but I also don't like the Beatles. So I don't. fuck off, either.
1: <laughs> hey, you're in a good company, and I'm British, so it's like sacrilege that I don't like the Beatles.
0: I don't like almost anything about Elvis or the Beatles. And I understand that they're influential and all that, but that doesn't mean I gotta like their music.
1: And while uh, we're
0: talking about things we
1: hate, Doctor Who is fucking dumb.
0: Oh, that is so fucking dumb. Sonic Screwdriver and those fucking R2-D2-looking things are like the main villains with, like, plungers on? Like, I don't get the, like, campy, for the sake of campy, funny stuff. I don't like that. Crap, but I uh, did enjoy the whole section of this that on the Jimmy Hart thing that they were talking about Andy Kaufman because that's so great. Andy Kaufman, I mean, JBL said it himself. He's like, How the hell did he be one of the best heels in professional wrestling history? And it's like, Yeah, it's true, man. But Jimmy Hart had another uh, couple of different sets of stories, not gonna ruin everything seems very humble, totally an episode that I would watch, like another thing if they did like another Jimmy Hart behind the scenes sort of a thing, but hey, this is the last Legends with JBL, so we're not going to fucking get that. It's canceled. (laughs) So I would recommend to check that out, and if you are a fan of Finn Balor, check out that one. If you're not, skip that because that really wasn't worth it. We had some deaths to talk about because we always talk about those. We have three of them this week. Four, if you count that we didn't talk about Chavo last week, but I really had nothing to say about Chavo, and uh, I actually don't have too much to say about these three all that much. Nicole Bass is technically not dead yet, according to the reports, but she's brain dead, and they're going to take her off life support. So, I mean, essentially she is. It's just a matter of, like, you know, getting it notarized, basically. But Ivan Koloff and George the Animal Steel passed away. So, they had those little R.I.P. and memoriam things for the two of them on this episode. Only a video package for Steel though. Nothing for Ivan Koloff. But maybe they'll do something on SmackDown or whatever. Any thoughts on Nicole Bass, George Animal Steel, or Ivan Koloff?
1: I mean, they're before my time. Pretty much well before I was into wrestling. Um, it sucks. I really don't remember much about Nicole Bass. Was she, uh, it's horrible to say this, but I don't know no other way of putting it. Was she the ugly chick that teamed with Alvinus?
0: think she might have been she was the really really muscular one did she team with valvenus
1: thought she teamed with valvenus against somebody i might be totally wrong on that the attitude i was so fucking weird
0: We am look that up real quick because so i don't remember her doing anything i just remember her being a giant bodybuilder type
1: anyway as far as Ivan Koloff goes i like any of those gimmicks that were just kind of anti-american and it was just nationalist it was the
0: one that teamed with Val Venus, you're right. Oh,
1: it was. <laughs> it's weird the things you remember them for. Uh, but, yeah, it sucks that they died. Um, I'm sure a lot of the more historical wrestling fans, uh, your old fogies, will be a little more sad about this.
0: Yeah, the ones that actually can name an Ivan Koloff match and be like, that was great, the part where he did whatever. And I'm like, that's the guy I always used to get mixed up with, Nikita Koloff. Like <laughs> It's the same thing over and over again though, <laughs> George Animal Steel, though, I actually, like, you know, remember seeing him do some stuff. and
1: I-, I liked when he came back on that one episode of The Old School Roar and he bit the uh, fucking turnbuckle and had the green tongue and everything again.
0: Yeah, that was a cool gimmick back in the day. You know, I can understand why people are, like, upset about it. I mean, obviously, we, we don't wish the death upon anybody like that and our condolences go out to everybody like that. But as far as having, like you know, big tribute thing and being like, Oh, let's do superstar scores. George animal steel. It's not going to happen. We're not going to get anything out of that, but that does suck to hear that more people died. And it's three in a row, man. That was just kind of like the Bass. And so then the next day, it's like, by the way, RIP, George animal steel. Then it was like, Oh man, that sucks. Then it's like, by the way, it's like, holy shit, it's going to knock some people out this week. Aren't we weird? I'm going to send you a picture here that you hadn't seen yet. To talk about this is something on the funnier side, it's getting to more like levity. Uh, Sasha Banks posted a picture of herself on Twitter with this Maybelline ad total gimmick infringement. You've got an attractive black woman with a striking resemblance to Sasha Banks wearing a ring that says boss and it says lash like a boss. Oh, uh, it's not
1: loading for me for some reason. Hang on, let me see if I can click the actual tweet. Oh, damn. Yeah, that is pretty fucking, uh...
0: It's clear that they were influenced by Sasha Banks. Like, there's no argument whatsoever on there. That'd be like making little... Tony. It
1: might be a coincidence, but... Mm,
0: I don't know. If they just had Lash Like a Boss and the model, and she wasn't wearing the boss ring then I would be like, oh, okay, that's just coincidence.
1: Yeah, but is there a chance that Sasha Banks got that off someone else?
0: Eh, maybe. I mean, WWE just steal things, but she could have just gotten a couple elements of some other things and kind of mashed them together. Still, it's like, damn it, Maybelline, you know? like, (laughs) What's the next uh, one going to be? The next like promo they're going to have for some kind of eyeliner or whatever. It's going to be like, uh girl that looks like Bailey, and it's like, this will get you all the hugs, or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? I thought it was a funny little, just sort of like, huh, maybe can get away with doing that kind of a stuff. I post up a thing that says, like, boss level, and it doesn't even have anything from WWE related, and they're like, copyright infringement, you can't sell a t-shirt, like, you know?
1: Man, they're fucking uh, scary when it comes to their uh, IPs. They do not like people fucking with them.
0: Nope, not at all. I just had a couple t-shirts taken down from non-WWE-related stuff the other day. Posted them right back up. (laughs) Who was it? I had uh, Lego shirts taken away and um, everything Sonic the Hedgehog-related. Oh, the fuck,
1: Sega? You've been ripping us off for years with your shitty games. Let us fucking have some back.
0: So I just I just re-uploaded them. I mean, if you want a Stuck in the Friend Zone t-shirt that looks like the Sonic the Hedgehog 1 or Sonic the Hedgehog 2 zone level screens, you can buy them again. <laughs> your Neville
1: your level shirt might actually sell now that uh, he started quoting it. Uh,
0: yeah, fucking right. Like, I mean, I don't want to say like, oh, you know, he came across fucking Smack Talk stupid ass jokes, but <laughs> it is kind of weird. It's how funny. How do this kind of stuff every once in a while. <laughs> like, he was hitting that hard for a couple of weeks. You're not on the Neville level. And it was like, dude, if you say 77 is the Neville level, it's fucking confirmed. <laughs> Especially if you say it like 77, 77 billion. <laughs> and then you just have Rollins come out and he's just kind of like, oh, I'm some kind of a cat thing. <laughs> you know? So we're at right. angry teenager. Hey, they did have that
1: post on www.com.
0: Yeah. That was not too long after we started making those jokes either. I think I said on the Mega Maniac something like, uh, if Ryback starts doing a travel guide thing, then we know that there's like, confirmation of it. Apparently he just bitches about
1: WWE and John Cena.
0: Oh, I've stopped reading that stuff now. Every Ryback post on any dirt sheet is always like, Ryback complains that his time in WWE was really shitty and they didn't push him. And it was like, yeah, I know, I fucking get it.
1: Everyone's like now going, oh, this is what Punk man's.
0: Oh, Punk stole jackass, yes, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: but he was fucking right.
0: Ryback it's, is a cock. It started out as like, oh, man, Punk is right. Fight the establishment. And then it was like, eh, I don't know. I kind of want to see Punk get his ass kicked. And it's like, yeah, Ryback would be great to kick his ass. Ryback's right. And it's like, eh. <laughs> so now I kind of want to see Ryback versus Punk. And they both knock each other out, like that Rocky and Creed kind of scenario. And
1: unless they go to Japan, there's no way they can get that fight legal. That doesn't have to be legal. So you just want to see or... Ryback beat up CM Punk in a parking lot.
0: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but then I want to see somebody else that, like, who does Ryback not like other than Punk? Um, other Cena. Than, well, Cena, yeah. All right, how about Ryback beats the shit out of Punk, and then Cena at the end of the fight when Ryback's all celebrating... Cena just comes up and hits him with one punch and knocks him out and stands tall. <laughs> and you hear so the horns going, bah, bah, do, bah, you know. It'd be great. Sell it at pay-per-view. I'll pay 20 bucks to see it. Why not? And then if uh, Paige is supposed to be getting into MMA now, then the same thing can kind of happen with Paige. Although not John Cena punching her because he might have some issues. Speaking of Paige, actually, let's go into that. Thea Trinidad I love you who with was segways dude. Ah, oh, it's so good. Big old shitty grin on my face right now. Uh Thea Trinidad, who you might remember as Rosita from TNA, <laughs> TNA, or that sexy B from the what do they call them again? The Rosebuds. Remember the B? I remember A B. Do you remember C D? E F G? <laughs> How pissed off would you people listening be if we just went through the rest of the alphabet right now?
1: Should we edit it and go back and do the whole fucking
0: thing? I was actually tempted to do that, <laughs> That'll be the second time that we did not do something that you probably wouldn't have uh liked on this episode, everybody. We were thinking about for a minute there, doing the whole episode in Jamaican voices. <laughs> we would just be like, Dea Trinidad, like uh Costa's the divas champion. In the fighting with me family, like you know that we're not going to do that shit.
1: And then everyone would be going, "Wow, Taylor, you're a fucking racist."
0: <laughs> well, that's the story that we we're going to talk about, though. Thea Trinidad has been cast as quote diva's champion. That's Please it. Going to say cast as a fucking racist. <laughs> if that'd be even better, she has been <laughs> cast as racist Jamaican stereotype. <laughs> In that Fighting With My Family film about Paige and her fucking family. That's kind of why they're calling it that. So it seems, even though they're not confirming it, she's cast as A.J. Lee. Because who would be the divas champion in a movie about Paige, right? So what do you think about this? I think it's a little bit weird, but it kind of makes sense. You know she has at least a somewhat similar build to her. We know that she's a wrestler, so she would be able to actually like do some of the in-ring shit. I don't know about her being an actress, but it's odd to me to see somebody roughly the same age as a wrestler playing another wrestler, and they both like it's like not even like one of them is retired or one of them is an actress. Or, you know, like any it's that kind, kind of, of a
1: bizarre thing her even having a film this young.
0: Yeah, because what's the story going to be about her getting knocked up as a kid and being a brat the rest of her life? Shit, <laughs> sure, that's a weird. So, the... I heard The Rock's involved. What level's he involved at? He's at least a producer, but I think he's supposed to have some kind of a cameo role. So I don't know if he's going to cameo as The Rock, or if he's going to cameo as, like, I don't know, like a generic trainer for her, or... How great it's the Rock. He, was he has McMahon. to. If he's in it, he has to be the Rock. There's
1: no one else he can be.
0: That'd be great if he was like Triple H. <laughs> sort of I am like the gamer game game uh. and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: it does. I will business. hire you uh, to the WWE. Yeah.
0: we to call uh-huh. you Page. Oh my God! Even better. I got it. The Rock cameos as racist Jamaican stereotype. <laughs> He'd do it. He just goes, it's Kofi Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that movie so much more. Now,
1: I wish Kofi had brought that back one night just for lulz. He did it somewhat recently on something. in the, on the time machine thing.
0: No, even after that, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, but ago that was great. Up, no, up, no down, was down 2008 was my best year. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Up, Up, Down, Down. I think he did something where he was just kind of like, he brought it out for like a real quick promo or something like that. And they were all Yeah, that was it, because they were all cracking up. I think they were playing Madden at the time. No, i don't the watch the drop stuff.
1: I don't watch that I don't watch that show. The last time I saw it, I think with Xavier Woods gaming is when somebody played against him with a KKK outfit. <laughs> I remember that one. That was so bad. His reaction was like, No, no, you can't do that.
0: It was but so bad. The last one was um Lindsay Dorado on uh, Superstar Save Point. And in the background, Seamus and Rusev are watching some kind of a soccer game. And uh, Rusev starts talking about how his name on the show is Tong Po, And apparently it's some character in like a, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie or whatever. And he's like, oh, I just saw the most recent one and it's terrible and I hate it and I'm so mad and whatever. And he says something like, oh, it's so fucking dumb or whatever. And then he gets this look on his face of like, oh my God, I cursed and I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's like... You're Russo, you're supposed to be like this Bulgarian brute, and you act like a little toddler that got caught saying the word crap, you know what I mean? My mom wouldn't give a fuck if I said the word
1: crap, explains a lot now.
0: I remember specifically asking permission if I could start cursing when I was a kid. I was like, can I curse now? My mom's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like old enough that I can curse, right? And she's like, no, you shouldn't curse. And I was like, yeah, but shit is a funny word.
1: I figured out that my mom would buy me the South Park VHS as if I uh, started reading the titles out loud in the store. <laughs> Cartman's mom is still a dirty sl
0: <laughs> What's a dildo, mom? All right, just buy this and just shut up. Don't, don't say anything else. Yeah.
1: Oh, I had her wrapped around my finger as a kid.
0: <laughs> there you go. If there's any kids listening to this, that's how you get stuff. Start cursing in the middle of the aisle. Uh, But the whole Fiat Trinidad thing to me is pretty interesting. That means that at the very least AJ Lee will pop up. I know that they're supposed to be filming something tonight after Raw or before Raw or whatever like that. So we could see more wrestlers actually as characters in here. And it would be pretty weird if they kind of continued the trend and had like other wrestlers portray those characters. Have like, who was Paige dating other than Del Rio? Oh my God, who would play Del Rio? Holy shit. That'd be hilarious to see. Ricardo. <laughs> oh, he's running a house room or whatever you said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have for the hot tags? Oh, this is a funny story. Kurt uh, Hawkins was doing an interview recently, and he said that JTG used to hide backstage to avoid having to go out and work. <laughs> he would just get paid 500 bucks to just hang out backstage, and he kept doing it for like months on end. That's fucking
1: awesome. That adds so much more to his character. So, not only was he just avoiding the phone when it rang so he couldn't get fired, (laughs) I love that they had to use like an anonymous number to get him.
0: It's so perfect, too, because we were joking for the longest time of like, why haven't they fired JTG yet? (laughs) I
1: love that the fucking website that had the uh, timer on it actually had like a memorial podcast for the clock.
0: It just goes to show you, though, a lot of these things you hear rumors about backstage and stuff, and you joke about, like, oh, JTG's just acting like, well, if they don't see me here, they're not going to fire me. Fucking true.
1: No, he actually has to go to the Indies of
0: work. He's probably so pissed about that. Because <laughs> all he had to do was travel and get paid 500 bucks to sit backstage and do nothing, man. And occasionally get thrown out of a rumble. Yeah, as, like, one of the first three people thrown out. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> We had uh, two things talking about WrestleMania announced on this. Well, not on this episode of Monday Night Raw a little bit beforehand. But we have another induction for the or inductee for the 2017 Hall of Fame. It's going to be Diamond Dallas Page. And he said that uh, Dusty Rhodes would have been the person that would have inducted him if he had still been around. But he's it seems like he's probably going to have Jake the Snake induct him at some point because he was mentioning like he's got Jake to be Will there. has got to... Yeah, and between the two of them, Jake the Snake trained him, so it makes more sense for that. But
1: It also makes sense for Austin to do it, because him and uh, Steve lived together for a while.
0: Oh, really? I not know mm-hmm. that. He was talking about Kimberly Page being there, too, like, that they they went to each other's, like, uh, new uh, weddings and stuff like that. Like, they're still really close and everything, so kind of looking forward to seeing Kimberly Page, because I haven't seen her in a while, and she was gorgeous. But, but this
1: uh, is a great induction. He deserves it. Even if he even if he never had a wrestling career, he would have deserved it alone for his work with Scott and Jake. Um, but he's had a hell of a career, too. He was a WCW champion. He got over legit, even though he wasn't the best worker.
0: And he was pretty um, old to do it, too.
1: Yeah, and he got, uh, arguably, Goldberg's best
0: match. He had a shitty run in WWE, but, I mean... WWE really totally
1: misused him. I think he was capable of a lot more.
0: But yeah, that's, you never know. That whole gimmick that he had was totally not him. They should have just had him come out as DDP.
1: It sounds like he had a lot of heat from him from the start. Apparently Undertaker did not like him.
0: And then they still put them together in a feud? That's kind of weird.
1: Well, apparently, uh, and again, this is just shit that I'm reading. There's two people that Undertaker didn't like backstage, and that was uh, The Big Show and DDP. Really the big main Show. Uh, Yeah, and the Big Show one I know is true because he's even said it in a um, Landsberg interview. Um, But, yeah, he had a problem with DDP and Big Show, and I don't remember who said it, but they said basically the reason DDP got fucked over was because he was small enough for Undertaker to to do something about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's got any validity to it, but that's what's uh, gone around.
0: Well, they mishandled a lot of people during that time, so... It's it was a lot of new it was a lot of new talents and a lot of
1: big egos coming in, and then they had to make room for the actual real stars to come in.
0: Yeah, they're like, well, the Booker T guy seems like he's gonna go somewhere, but we don't really think we're gonna push this uh Gregory Helms kid for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we're this buff Bagwell fucker.
1: Oh god, Buff, what a flop.
0: Uh, he had the stuff.
1: <laughs> Apparently not.
0: Yeah, not even according to our superstar scores. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. They didn't do very well at all.
0: (laughs) I like the idea that DDP's going in the Hall of Fame, though. I think he makes perfect sense. And, you know, like, why not this year? It's nothing like they need to start catering to a certain town or, like, well, you know, let's wait until later to get him in there. Like, nah, he's cool. Like, DDP was one of my favorite guys at WCW back in the day.
1: What's the current lineup for uh, the Hall of Fame? I think it's a pretty decent one.
0: We've got Teddy Long.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's a decent one. one He's had, you know what, he's, He's been like a manager, referee, general manager. He's done a lot of things.
0: All over the place, yeah. We got Kurt Angle, which of course makes... Yeah, it obvious deserving things. candidate. DDP, and I think the only other names that they've announced so far are Rock and Roll Express.
1: So all of those are deservings. So that's one of their best lineups they've ever had.
0: Now, I kind of don't give two shits about the Rock and Roll Express, but... But to a lot of people, they are a huge deal. And it's to, one of those things, yeah, where it's like... And to that territory, it was a huge deal, so... Yeah, uh, I can see did, them going in. They deserve it. And we've heard rumors about a whole bunch of different things, and I'm assuming that the vast majority of them aren't going to come true. Like IRS was being thrown out there. Christian was being thrown out there. Um, we we know we going got to have at least one woman, and we need at least one person for the Warrior Award. But
1: I wouldn't put a woman in there unless there's one that deserves it. And to be quite honest, I don't know who you'd put in. I didn't think Jacqueline belonged in there.
0: I would say you got Sable should go in there. Fair. Uh, Victoria should go in at some point. Eh,
1: Debatable. She was just another woman on the roster. um, Trish and Lita were the only real big ones out of that.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to Ivory going in.
1: Maybe. That one I could see an argument for. She really was uh, the standout during that um, attitude era.
0: A lot of other people are kind of like, you can wait. Like, Beth Phoenix doesn't need to go in now. Michelle McCool doesn't need to go in now. Some of the other people don't need to go in at all. The, the thing is, generally, I don't think I would put a
1: lot of those women in the uh, Hall of Fame because we've criticized women's wrestling for years upon years upon years, and it's just because of the low quality. Um, they were just the ones that were the least shit for the most part. There was a few ones that were real good, like your Beth Phoenix, but there was just a lot of average
0: yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they're going to be clamoring to be, like, putting Maria in there, or...
1: When I think a lot of those Divas, Deficita. I'm just... When I think about all those Divas, for the most part, i like, your title really wasn't anything other than just, like, a Cruiserweight-level title. It was just a low-card title.
0: Oh, you know another person that you can wait a little bit on, but I think eventually should go in, is Melina. Years from now. Is eventually. Regal in yet? Regal. Oh, regal? regal? No, he's not in there yet, but he, he should, should be.
1: He should be in there twice.
0: JBL should be. I mean, there's there's so many people. There's a whole laundry list, but...
1: Triple H, but I don't think him and Vince are going to go in for a
0: while. No. Especially Triple H. He's going to wait a long, long time. Vince, I could see Vince maybe in a couple of years. He's very slowing down. They should
1: do something special for Vince where they just surprise induct him.
0: Well like Like last minute on the at the ceremony,
1: yeah.
0: And then he's just Just, kinda like, Oh you fuckers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they won't be able to do fucking he won't be able to do jack shit about it.
0: I don't like that shit. (laughs) I'd be down with that. Austin comes out and stuns (laughs) him. That'd be great. The other thing that has been announced for WrestleMania is the new day are gonna be hosting WrestleMania. Which, they're taking that in stride, I'll give them. You know, their promo that they cut and their uh, little segment that they did at TMZ was all like, oh, we're so excited, we're going to be the hosts of WrestleMania. First thing I thought of was if I was them, I'd be like, whoa, you mean I'm not going to get a match? Because <laughs> that's basically what they're saying. It's like, yeah, we don't know really how we want to u- uh, utilize you, but we like you. And we think that you could be good for a couple of backstage segments and stuff like that, but we don't really want to give you the tag titles right now. If we don't, we're just going to be throwing in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and that kind of sucks, so let's just do video stuff. You know? This is probably
1: the best role for them. I mean, does anyone remember the fucking match that they had? No. They didn't give a shit about it. Everyone remembered the entrances. Well, give them their funny, stupid entrances, and mm-hmm. let them cut their uh, promo, which could be terrible or great, depending on the night, and let them be on their way.
0: I'm down with it. I still like the New Day a whole lot. I still want my ice cream. I'd rather than... booty because I'm not going to spend 40 bucks for a fucking box of cereal like Drew did.
1: You fucking idiot. No, he didn't even get the cereal. He got the empty box of oh, the fucking right. shirt, the jackass.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I do kind of want cereal right now, though. I got some Cinnamon Toast Crunch I might just down a whole bunch of. For some reason, I think booty are
1: stale as fuck.
0: I could see them being stale.
1: They're just like old-ass Cheerios for
0: a package. <laughs> They're just miscellaneous things from different cereals that kids don't want. Like the cereal part of Lucky Charms and stuff. Just kind of like, eh, throw it in the vat. They're like, Ooh. well, this is from four years ago. Eh, who cares. Ooh, cookie. Cookie crisp.
1: <laughs> well, that's By fair. the way, that's like the ultimate um, moment America got fat.
0: They're just like, fuck <laughs> it, let's just
1: throw cookies
0: in the cereal. No, I'll I'll one-up you. When I was a kid, I tried cookie crisp a bunch of different times, hoping that it would taste like cookies. And it sucks. Not a good cereal. So one day when I was a kid, I was like, Fuck this. You know those little Edelman's cookies? Yeah. Took a whole bunch of those, big ass bowl, poured some milk, just sat there and ate it. <laughs> just, yeah. I was like, I'm making my own fucking cookie crisp. And it was delicious. <laughs> it's just a big so bowl of cookies and of milk. Very cookies old and milk. <laughs> but it's infinitely better and horrible for you because at that point, you're just eating a whole box of fucking cookies. And damn it, now I want some cookies. I think I have Milano cookies. I mean, we're gonna eat a whole bunch of fucking Milano cookies and, and Tony got type two
1: diabetes that day.
0: Type three. I'm one step ahead. <laughs> Is that worse or better? I
1: have no idea. I Shouldn't I know. Know. My dad has diabetes.
0: <laughs> as long as I don't get the beatus, then it's okay. <laughs> <coughs>
1: it's funny. My family was going to my dad forever. You're acting like a miserable cunt. You've got diabetes. I don't have fucking diabetes. <laughs> And then he had diabetes, and everyone was like, yeah, I
0: told you he had diabetes. I'm just imagining the kind of stuff that, like, uh, you know, like, if you've got, like, a little kid, and it's like, you're only crying because you're cranky because you're tired, and it's like, I'm not tired, I'm not tired, and they yeah, fall it asleep. like that it's like I don't have diabetes I <laughs> will fucking have diabetes shut
1: the fuck up <laughs> here,
0: here eat this it'll keep your uh, your insulin levels up I'm not fucking and then takes a bite uh, I'm, I'm sorry I yelled
1: <laughs> actually this is how fucking like you can see where I get all my evilness from my mom uh, was like doing that thing where he spikes his finger to uh, check his blood levels Yeah. well you can like put it on a higher setting where it hurts more <laughs> she did it for lols <laughs>
0: And it's like, oh, that hurt. And it's like, that didn't hurt. You're just pissy because you got diabetes. <laughs> I don't have diabetes. And it starts the whole fucking argument all over again. I don't have diabetes. Give me my cookie. Uh,
1: Every time I expose a little more about my past, I think people go, oh.
0: They probably go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why he's that way. Alrighty, guys. Well, those are the hot tags for the week. Make sure you leave your comments below. Tell us what you got going on with any of your opinions about whatever those are. And since this is Monday, that means the next thing you guys are going to be seeing is the Ask Him, which might be up Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it a day ahead of time. Then we're going to do, well, I don't know yet what the one that's going to be happening the third thing this week. Because I'm going to try to do a bracketology thing for the Smart Madness tournament. But I might wait to do that. I don't really know. Either way, we're going to have Heel or Face Chris Jericho is going to be showing up at some point this week, probably Friday, and uh, that's going to be like our main event, main event. Another thing to keep your eyes on is Saturday and Sunday from noon to noon, uh, Eastern Time Zone, is the fourth annual gaming marathon that we do for the whole Fanboys Anonymous and Dace Man show and all that, so you can watch us for 24 hours straight playing video games. We're going to do... Where I think we're starting off the way that we normally do, which is uh, Twisted Metal, where usually it's me and Gibby, and we fail miserably, because that game's fucking hard. And, um, you know, we're probably going to play some WWE games in the middle of it. We're For damn sure, we're going to be doing our arcade block, where we do The Simpsons, and we do the X-Men game. You ever play those games back in the day? Oh, no, that wasn't my scene. Uh, those games were so good, especially the X-Men one, because if you're Colossus, you can just like wipe out the whole screen in like two seconds. And he just goes, bah! it's so fucking great. Uh, but that's going on. So if you guys want to donate, go to fanboysanonymous.com. It's I think the front page right now. And uh, if you want to just check us out during that kind of stuff, it's going to be like two or three screens actually running during that. Um, those are my plugs, but we what do you got to plug?
1: All right. If you want to keep following what I'm doing and what projects I might be up to, you can follow me at Steven Wago on Twitter. Steven spelled with a P H. Wago is W-A-G-O. Why are you going to send me money? That'd be pretty cool.
0: And if you're in the mood to send money, you could always send some money to me, too. I mean, not a charity case. I asked first. (laughs) I'm not saying that they shouldn't send it to you. They should just send it to both of us.
1: Yeah, and then we can use it to not feed that guy's kids.
0: All right, guys, that's it. As I mentioned before, leave your comments below. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Keep checking out SmartCoutMoment.com for anything else coming your way. And we will see you next time. This has been another SmartCout Moment, and we're being counted out.